Hello, everybody, and welcome to Get Lit Minute, your weekly podcast for all things poetic, poetry, and poets. This series is produced by Get Lit Words Ignite, which is a nonprofit organization that uses poetry and spoken word to increase literacy and empower young people. My name is Nia Lewis. In this podcast, we focus on the lives, history, and works of classic poets and modern-day contemporary poets. This week, we'll be talking about the poet Etheridge Knight, Knight was born in Corinth, Mississippi on April 19, 1931, and he died March 10, 1991. After dropping out of school in 8th grade when he was 16 years old, he enlisted in the U.S. Army and served during the Korean War. After an honorable discharge, he was convicted of robbery and was sent to Indiana State Prison. And there, his poetry flourished. When he entered prison, he was already very familiar with reciting toast, which is a form of improvised and humorous poetry that is rooted in the African storytelling and dates back to the 19th century. This gave him a sense of identity, which allowed for him to explore poetry as another medium to express himself. His first collection, Poems from Prison, published in 1968, includes the following text on his back cover. I died in Korea from a shrapnel wound and narcotics resurrected me. I died in 1960 from a prison sentence and poetry brought me back to life. One thing I love about poetry is that it has the ability to help you process really dark moments in your life. Writing in a way is a form of discovery as we can write to find light. Like we've mentioned before in our episode about Lucille Clifton, writing and consuming poetry can be seen as an active form of reflection and healing. And Knight certainly had a lot of time to reflect while in prison. Instead of letting the prison environment hinder his creative mind, Knight used his imagination to continue interacting with the outside world. If Knight was a wizard, his poems were his wand. Writing was his way of conjuring up worlds outside of his physical space while asserting his views on themes such as family, incarceration, and the experience of being an African-American man in the United States. In total, Etheridge Knight authored five books, Poems from Prison, Black Voices from Prison, published in 1970, Belly Song and Other Poems, published in 1973, Born of a Woman, published in 1980, and The Essential Etheridge Knight, published in 1986. He received honors from the Guggenheim Foundation, the National Endowment for the Arts, and the Poetry Society of America. His book, Belly Song and Other Poems, published in 1973, specifically earned a National Book Award nomination and won a Pulitzer Prize. His poems deeply explore his experiences as an inmate as well as black culture. In Dictionary of Literary Biography, Shirley Lumpkin wrote that Knight's work was admired for being another example of the powerful truth of blackness in art. His work was greatly intertwined with the black arts movement, which spurred political activism and allowed African Americans to express themselves while being involved in the community. He addresses issues such as mass incarceration, prison rape, and told stories of survivals in the face of adversity. Poetry became his way of vocalizing his views as a cultural spokesperson. All in all, Knight utilized the power of language to document important experiences that persuaded society to rethink moral and ethical decisions that affect everyone's lives. 
Now, let's examine one of Etheridge Knight's poems. Today we will be reading Belly Song for the Daytop Family by Etheridge Knight. This poem was published in 1973, and the Daytop family he referred to is the Daytop family program that helped him recover from drug addiction in 1970. What you will notice in this poem is that there is frequent repetition of phrases. Coupled with really interesting syntax and structure, Belly Song conveys a very unique reading. So here's that reading, Belly Song for the Daytop Family by Etheridge Knight. One, and I, and I must admit that the sea and you has sung to the sea and me. And I, and I must admit that the sea and me has fallen in love with the sea and you, because you have made something out of the sea that nearly swallowed you. And this poem, this poem, this poem I give to you. This poem is a song I sing, I sing to you from the bottom of the sea in my belly. This poem is a song about feelings, about the bone of feeling, about the stone of feeling and the feather of feeling. Two, this poem, this poem, this poem is a death chant and a prayer for the dead, for the young Jackie Robinson, a moving black warrior who walked among us, with a wide stride and heavy heels, moving, moving, moving through the blood and mud and shit of Vietnam, moving, moving, moving through the blood and mud and dope of America for Jackie, who was a song and a stone and a feather of feeling now dead and gone in the month of love. This poem, this poem is a silver feather and the sun gold glinting green hills breathing river flowing. Three. This poem, this poem, this poem is for me, for me and the days that lay in the back of my mind, when the sea rose up to swallow me and the streets I walked were lonely streets, were stone cold streets, this poem, this poem, this poem, Poem is for me and my woman and the yesterdays when she opened to me like a flower, but I fell on her like a stone. I fell on her like a stone. Four. And now, in my 40th year, I have come here to this house of feelings to the singing sea and I and I must admit that the sea and me has fallen in love with the sea and you because the sea that now sings in you is the same sea that nearly swallowed you and me too. Wow, that was such a beautiful and cute poem.
Um, Thank you guys so much for tuning in to this week's episode of Get Lit Minute, focused on one of the many black art movement poets, Etheridge Knight. Make sure you share this episode with your friends and family and tune into our next episode. See you next week. Get Lit Minute is a production of Get Lit Words Ignite. This podcast was produced by Samuel Curtis, executive produced by Diane Luby Lane, and engineered by Peter Davis. This episode was researched, written, and edited by Bridget Yang, alongside me, Nia Lewis. Lucas Lane is our digital editor, and our editorial advisors are Kelly Grace Thomas and Colleen Hamilton. Special thanks to the entire Get Lit staff and donors who made this work possible, the teachers who use this podcast to educate their students, and to all students of life everywhere for tuning in and spending time with us today. If you want to hear more of our episodes, this podcast is available wherever you listen to podcasts and on our website, getlit.org. That is G-E-T-L-I-T dot O-R-G. See you then.